All right. <laughs> let's get started. Let's, let's, let's do this shit. I, I immediately regret inviting <laughs> you guys. <laughs> <laughs> If you want, I was just showing you to like, so you can see it. Doesn't matter. If you want people to see you like that, then keep them on. <laughs> you do a little bit. You kind of look like Princess Leia. Okay. Don't put them on me. I don't want them. It, okay. <laughs> it was just an option that I. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to This Life, a podcast by Mallorca Media. I'm your host, Felix Mallorca. I'm Kaylee. No, I didn't introduce <laughs> you yet. <laughs> and I'm Kaylee. Uh, before we get started and before I introduce my extremely <laughs> rude guests, um, I want to say thank you for everyone that's been listening. Please make sure you subscribe, leave a review, and rate this five stars because it's a five-star podcast. Um, we're here live at the, the local hub studios as always shout out to local hub for being the best sponsor in the world um i'm sitting down with two amazing people one of those people is kaylee schroyer is that how you say your last name yeah kaylee schroyer yes <laughs> say thanks for having me on thank you for having me on a little so bit closer to, to the mic so happy to be here i know <laughs> and this juggernaut to her left it's chris this, cordova felix thank you for having me on thank you this alpha male is uh, Chris Cordova. Thank you for having me on, Felix. You're very it's welcome. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, I can feel your energy right across from me, and it just feels good. I feel like we're going to have a good show. I'm excited. Wow. That was be- dude, that was a beautiful intro. Thank you. There's a lot of tension in here. I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so we're going to get into... This isn't exactly like a, a couple's podcast like the other one was, um, but you are a couple, right? We're, we're a couple. Yeah. You're a couple co-workers, couple friends, couple we're getting, pals. We're getting married on uh, the 18th, mm-hmm. Friday. Oops. It's just a week from now. Oh, they're so we're a couple. Yeah, yeah. They're getting married in a week. <laughs> it's not for like papers or anything, like green card marriage. No. Oh, okay. Um, do you speak Spanish? Un poco. Okay. Well, <laughs> that answers your question. Um, Kaylee and Chris own. You guys own uh, Iconic Fitness here in Escondido. Uh, I, I first met them because we, how did we meet? If you want to tell the folks at home. Kaylee can do a better job with that one. I would say Brief It. Shout out to Brief It. At Brief It. At Brief It. Yes. Introduced us because she was, you're making videos for her and we needed, we saw your talent and we are like, we need someone with this talent to come shoot our videos. So she kind of put that, made that connection and brought us together and it's been going great ever since. Sweet. Thanks. That's a good review. I'm <laughs> just yeah. kidding. I'm just staring at Chris. <laughs> this is the most like people are already tuned out. Um, yeah. So we're losing people. Yeah, we're losing They're people. They're dropping off right now. <laughs> you own Iconic Fitness is the name of the. Uh, is it just Iconic or is it Iconic Fitness? Iconic Fitness. It's Iconic Fitness. It's a gym here in Escondido on. Uh, on Valley Parkway. On Valley Parkway. Parkway. On the corner of Valley Parkway and Juniper. There you go, right in front of uh, the high school. Um, how did that come about? How did you start? I mean, how did you start in CrossFit and how did you kind of mold yourself into what you are now? 
So I started in CrossFit up in LA um, at a CrossFit gym called CrossFit Eagle Rock. It's actually where I started coaching too. Um, I started interning there um, right as I was getting done playing baseball. Um, first day I walked into a CrossFit gym, I was like, this is what I want to do. The reason why I fell in love with CrossFit was because the the variance that it had. And it was you're always trying new things and you're always pushing yourself and there's always something to get better at, which was like something I, I wanted in a fitness program, which is what attracted me to it. Um, and then after that, I asked if I can coach at the gym, um, started coaching there. And like I said, I, I've always been knew I wanted to do something in business. Didn't know what that exactly was going to be. But the more I started coaching and the more I started like, spending time at the gym, I was like, this is 100% what I want to do. I want to own my own gym because um, I wanted to do something that I enjoyed doing and then also get paid for it um, to where like it didn't necessarily feel like work and then also get rewarded based off of how hard we worked individually for whatever that business was, right? So the more work we put in, the the better it would become and then also like have some freedom with creativity of like being able to create new things and try out new things because schedule. schedule. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That was another thing that attracted me with running your own business is having like the freedom to do things somewhat if you do it the right way. We've learned the hard way and we're somewhat getting to the point now, but having the freedom with your schedule to do things when you want them um, and how you want them. So all those things attracted me to it. Um, started doing CrossFit up there, started coaching, started to backtrack a little bit. And then Kaylee also started doing CrossFit right around the same time down here in Escondido at a gym called CrossFit Escondido at the time. Um, so I actually started at the gym first. And okay. then he came down. He was working out at Eagle Rock. And then we were dating at the time. So he would come down. Well, he li- he's from here, so he would come back anyways. But when he would come down, he would come work out at CrossFit Escondido. And then he was training with those guys and doing all that kind of stuff and kind of the baseball thing was starting to wrap up, which is originally what he went up there for. He wanted to be like a professional baseball player. And then it's like, this might not, <laughs> this might not pan out. So, um, Why are you laughing? Hey, I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, um, he was like, okay, well I might come back down cause that was all I was up there for. So then he was already interning and working at that Eagle Rock gym and then asked if there would be a similar opportunity down here and kind of told Patrick, who was the owner at the time, that um, he wanted to own his own gym and get involved with that. And it just so happened that an opportunity, like right around that time, kind of came up. And he became a part owner of Cross Escondido and was doing that for a while. Do you want yeah, yeah. So she, she kind of hit it right on. So, like, she gave you a, a quick story there on was in a, LA at the time, was going back and forth, moved back down here. Um, started basically transferred my intern from that gym up in LA down to intern here at CrossFit Escondido. Did that for a few months. Um, told the owner at the time, like she said that I wanted to own my own gym. And then a few months went by of me interning um, at the gym and at the one in Escondido. In Escondido. Okay. And he uh, he actually had a falling out with his partners, and he knew that I wanted to own my own gym and was like, hey. Um, what do you think about being like partners in Escondido? I didn't think twice about it. Like on the spot, I said, yes, hundred percent. I'll do it. Um, and he had no money. Had zero money. <laughs> no money. It's like 
college money. It was like a hundred bucks every two weeks. Like yeah. just, just living off of like ramen. Yeah. Living off of whatever I could. Um, so said, yeah, 100%, like, give me more details. And he's like, all right, perfect. Gets back to me a few weeks later, gives me all the details with it. Tells me what the price tag was. Biggest price tag I've ever seen at the time. And then was like, all right, now it's time to basically get to work and try to find the money to do that. So just asked around family and friends, basically explored every option that you can find money to buy business because um, I want, I really wanted to do it. And banks at the time and still now, like it's really hard. You, you're 19, I was 19 years old at the time, about to be 20. Like, no one's going to lend a big sum of money to a 19, 20 year old with very little credit history. Yeah. And unless it's a student loan, bank statements. <laughs> yeah. And bank statements that are really low, yeah. basically, right? Like had no money. Yeah. Um, so got denied by a bunch of people. Family and friends ended up wanting to support. So I pulled money from like 10 different people, created a payback program for them, got the money about a week before I needed to, signed all the papers, became partners with him and um, another couple, their names are Derek and Ashley. Um, so it was a, a three-way partnership. It was like 33% ownership of the business and that basically was my foot in the door at the time. We had plans. Um, to continue to grow the gym and work together and have it be a long-term um, business with us three. Um, things started changing about a year and a half into, yeah, about a year and a half in, as far as interest was concerned with where we wanted to go with the, the vision of the gym and what we each wanted to do career-wise. So we kind of decided to part ways and um, it ended up being a, a really good part like we're all still friends um it's just we we weren't interested in the same thing so good different we, visions exactly and and we all knew that so um came up with the price tag of what it would be like to to buy now everyone out once again now i'm at the point two years down the road of buying out 100 percent of the business i still have zero money because <laughs> I spent the last two years paying back everyone that had just previously let me borrow money yeah. to buy into the business. And now I have a price tag that was double or triple the price because it went up in value. Now I'm buying out double the amount. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to figure out how to do it. Basically went back with what I know, found the money again, bought them out. Um, so now I'm 100% owner with a whole new set of responsibilities and things to worry about you like really feel the weight when you're alone i wasn't necessarily alone i had uh at the time kaylee and my brother um to help me out to help carry the load but you definitely feel the weight when when you're alone you don't have those other two people so i had a, a huge debt financially to pay back and then a whole bunch of responsibilities to worry about um new responsibilities and challenges to worry about um and i was, I was like 20 well 22 23 at the time we were like 22 yeah 22 23 at the time um yeah so basically start, started we decided to yeah we decided to rebrand um from crossfit escondido to iconic fitness because we wanted a brand to stand alone and not have it be tied to a city because we wanted to branch out and have multiple locations we also wanted a brand that stood for something um not necessarily like i said just have it be the city and iconic was something that 
sounded like you could we felt like you can get behind um we like what it what it meant um and we can build off of that so and it was available which is a huge thing (laughs) yeah so one of the biggest things yeah yeah. it was was available so we decided to run with that and then um yeah that's kind of how it started and it became what it is today and over the last couple years it's been except for this year mainly kaylee um myself my brother as far as like running the the operations and then our, our coaching staff, which handles a, a huge load of work too, from coaching the classes and taking care of the members and the setting the vibes and culture and keeping track of the community. So it's been fun. So during this whole thing, um, did your, did your relationship face any obstacles? Because I know, and I've spoken about, I've spoken about this before. I've, I'm the type of person that just gets lost in, like business and my career and it's kind of hard for me to date because i'll be burned out the whole week and then you know they'll be like oh let's go out to dinner or something i'm like or like i I have to work or i work on the weekends or whatever so did uh actually i'm gonna ask this uh for you kaylee (laughs) watching him just kind of do his thing were you was there ever some sort of resentment or some sort of um i don't know were you ever just kind of like but this isn't really worth it Um no I don't think I was like it's not worth it I think that so when he became like the full owner he asked me to quit working at my job which I had been working for Fit Kids America for five years so I stopped there and I was a dance teacher and a cheer coach for elementary schools like all over Escondido Poway and San Marcos yeah so it was super fun um and I was doing that while I was going to school so then he asked me if I would come help at the gym full-time so I quit working there and then came on board working for the gym and it was like worked for free pretty much (laughs) it's just like just a bunch of sweat equity like we were we were there working Monday like seven days a week like super early in the morning staying late at night coaching every class doing all the behind the scenes stuff cleaning like so it was a lot of it was a lot of work one for him, and then also I was doing school at the same time, so it was like the gym and school, just back and forth. And I think that we kind of were so busy and so wrapped up in taking care of all that that we just kind of put up like a relationship on the back burner. It was more like business partners came first, and like the gym kind of took a front seat where we were both so focused on like the community, the members, what do they need, what does the gym need, what like are we doing next, like that kind of stuff. Um, and then we would just bicker all the time because we both, <laughs> we both like think we know what is best to like, no, this is the way we're going to do it. And we're so different in the way we process things. And I'm more of like a people person. And I think about like, well, how is this going to make everyone feel if we do this? And he's like, we need to do this because this is what we need to do. <laughs> like, yeah, that's a good balance though. So it's a great balance for a business. It's hard on the relationship. Yeah. So we would just butt heads all the time. But then the thing was, there wasn't a separation of like, this is work and this is like home. It was just like all blended together. So there was a point when we had to have like a sit down conversation of like, this is either going to break us or make us stronger. That's happened. That sit down conversation happened like five times. <laughs> yeah. We, <laughs> we have to regroup. One. We had one a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. We have to, <laughs> we have to regroup on like, often I think everyone should kind of do that where it's just like oh yeah it's a good thing you feel like okay we're starting to maybe like drift a little bit off of the track we should be on for like ourselves personally and just kind of like take a second and remind yourselves like we're on the same team 
at the end of the day like we want the same things we still care about each other like what's important in life like what is important to us and is sometimes getting caught up in things that seem important like I don't know now like who's gonna do the floor in the house or whatever just different things that we like don't see eye to eye and we're like is this really important for us to argue about right now so yeah just like throughout this whole journey that was like the hard part is kind of us understanding our roles and responsibilities and like separating the two like separating work and relationship so was there ever like a a mental block or a I know I've I've experienced this many times where you're just like this isn't gonna work out I might as well just sell it and quit (laughs) the gym yeah like the business yeah Mm. I don't I feel like maybe during COVID, like when when the whole COVID thing happened before, before that, I think it was like always a lot of work, but I don't think either of us are one to be like, this is a lot of work. Let's just stop kind of thing. Like, I think we're both pretty like when you start something, finish it, see it through, like keep, it's going to, it's supposed to be hard kind of thing. Um, I'm a bitch for sure. (laughs) No, 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 (laughs) no. Like one thing goes wrong. Oh my God, I quit. I'm selling everything. I'm no, going to get a full-time I, job. I think that that's like natural to think that. Like you, Everyone has negative self-talk on, on whatever it is. And when, when yeah. something goes hard, you're immediately going to think of like what's going to be the easiest option to take. And I think so. I like. I think we're conditioned that way. Have we thought that? Have we thought of like, man, if we did something else, we'd probably get paid a lot more. And yeah. like yeah. it would be a little bit easier and less responsibility. And honestly, it's not even necessarily that it's easier. It's just when when you own your own business – there's no clock out. Like you have oh, the, yeah, I know <laughs> you have the weight on your shoulders twenty four seven. Like the amount of times over the last couple of years that I've woken up in the middle of the night with like an idea of what to do or like oh my gosh I forgot to do that is I can't I can't tell you how many times yeah. it happens all the time. But I would personally and I always say this I would rather put up with the worst aspects of whatever they are in our business. I would rather put up with COVID going within our own business than have to deal with anything else anywhere else because our business provides the type of lifestyle that we want and no matter where you're at you're going to have things that you don't like no matter it can be the best job in the world and you're going to have things you don't like and the things that we do like here outweigh the things that we don't like so and and we get to be around people that we enjoy being around every single day, and like n- right. nothing nothing beats that. So I like I te- I tend we we both tend to focus on those things, and like Kaylee told me early on in the relationship, and it stuck with me is like the grass is greener where you water it, and I 100% believe that and stick with that with everything I do. So yeah, like there's definitely been mental blocks and negative self talk and all that, and I think, like I said, if someone tells you there hasn't been that for them in whatever they're doing, then they're lying. Like, they're trying to put up a front because, like, I'm naturally a really positive and optimistic person, and I struggle. I don't struggle with that, but I have those thoughts every single day, but I tend to not focus on them. Right. I'm not saying it's easy, but, like, I tend to focus on the things, like I said, like, what we do get to have because of what the gym is now or or the people we have around us. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Were you going to say something, Kaylee? He kind of covered it. Okay. But, yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, how, do you, how do you work with your spouse or with your significant other? I've, I've personally dated people that I've worked with. Oh, here we go. She's ready. <laughs> She's loaded up. I've, I've dated people that I've worked with, and 
it's hard within an own agency where you're just kind of like, well, you can't, uh, you can't date people that you work with. So then you kind of have to keep it under wraps, but then you get in like a fight and you're kind of like, there's mm-hmm. reasons for those rules. Yeah. <laughs> I know that now. There's reasons for those rules. How do you guys I make was going to say, if you know, like, let us know, but no, <laughs> I think it's like a, a constant, like learning experience. Like, like I said earlier, it's just, we have to, you have to regroup like continuously. It's not just something that like the grass is greener where you water it. You have to have continuous like focus and effort put into things that you care about or they will just like fade away. So, um, yeah, I think it's just, well, we always, we're always like, okay, we set up our roles and responsibilities. It's going to help so much on like us not fighting about things or whatever it is. But then it's like you, Feelings get in the way. Feelings and, like, all just different things. And that's more my fault because I'm more of an emotional person. Mm. But. Yeah, Chris is a robot, <laughs> for those of you that don't know. I, one time, and the one time I did a class, uh, remember? I, yeah, I did yeah, that yeah. class. Yeah. They that were bumping, time. like, Chris Brown or something. And kind of like, you, obviously, Chris Brown, you got to kind of, like, move your head. And I was looking at Chris, and he was just, like, <laughs> just yeah. straight looking at the computer. like. No. And I was like, does he not dance ever? And I we talked about it too. I was like, do you dance? And you're like, no. <laughs> I was like, oh. No, he okay. doesn't. He does not. Yeah. So, yeah, just I think like thing. it helps. It definitely helps to be like he can easily like remove feelings out of his decision making. Uh, easily. And <laughs> not easily. Pretty easily. It seems like it comes pretty natural. But I don't know. Maybe <laughs> like, he fronts. Is it a front, maybe. do you think? Or maybe is it one of those like kind of you're like if i don't show it then i don't feel it definitely not no um i definitely feel it um i just i don't know for me it's easier to have black and white and make decisions facts. off of that and have facts and make decisions off of that not that and i'm not saying that to like once again put on the front though like i'm i'm this tough person that i don't feel things and we got to do things a certain way like because right. not not at all like kaylee's definitely me I, I would say if me five years ago was that person to try and because I wouldn't and I wouldn't even say it was because I didn't want to put up a front. It's just honestly because I probably didn't know how to express my feelings at the time. Yeah, I'm getting better at it. I'm still like not even close to where I want to be with it. Um, it's just easier for me to process information and make decisions when it's when I when I have the facts and not based off of like how I feel. If that makes sense. Yeah. It um, does. For like for talking about the relationships and working with people, I read a book when we first started um, getting into business with um, about. It's called the E Myth. I don't know if you have read it. Never. But I don't it, read. Basically, it it, it breaks how. down three people's personalities in the workplace. Of like one's like a managerial person, one's like a technician, and one's like a um, like a feeling like visionary like type of person. Though, right? But like that type of stuff is like when you can break stuff down like that for me it's so much easier for me to just process it. So like when I can, when I read like the book on five love languages, like, and they talk about, no, and they talk about like, have you read that book? Well, that was actually the conversation uh, on episode eight, I think. Go watch it. Um, With, I had a couple here and then the the one before that, we're talking about relationships too and we're talking love languages. So they talk about the five love languages, but like when you can break down a specific personality of, of someone and what, the things that trigger them and the things that they like to do like with very specific stuff, it's really easy for me to process it. And like, yeah. I'm not going to say it's easy for me to do it, but it's easier for me to try and try to do it and understand it. Yeah. 
I don't know. So it's not necessarily that I like to separate my feelings from my decision making. It's just like you're a robot. <laughs> but then once no. he knows, like he has all this knowledge, he's like, "Oh, you're a manager, whatever." And then I'll be doing something. He's like, "You're doing like the manager stuff right now." Like, so okay, <laughs> don't use it against me. Like, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely get that facts thing. Uh, I mean, with me, it's like I always kind of break. I'll even break up a sentence. Maybe I'll say something in a certain way, and someone's like, "Well, that's really offensive," and I'm like, "Actually, it's not." Because the, my inflection said, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then it's like, okay. Like, factually, it might have not been offensive, but I was offended. I'm like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's like, more, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you guys ever experience, not just in, in business, obviously, like you said, business is your life and all that, but do you ever experience that burnout of just like you're putting a thousand man hours? Like, honestly, I'm kind of going through it right now. And I think I told you guys this, like, we filmed earlier this or yesterday mm-hmm. we filmed yesterday and i was like or two days ago we filmed and i was like i just i feel like crying today i don't even know why yeah <laughs> like i just i'm just like mm. and that, and then <laughs> you were really tired you're yeah. like oh, i'm exhausted and i was like we should just have like a nap and cry session yeah <laughs> um but how do you how, do you guys experience that and how do you kind of either get past it or work with it and use it how do you deal with that burnout I'd say it's more than me that experiences that <laughs> than you. You might, but I think he again he doesn't like show it as no, much I as I do. would. Like, I, I, once again, I do. He's a robot. No, I'm not a robot. <laughs> Just playing. Dude. So I constantly tell myself I have this phrase like I, I say it to myself multiple times a day of like, what what's gonna make me most proud when I lay down at night, and like I know for me. He's got chills. I know like for an inspiration. No, 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 but for no me, like, I love like, that. No, but yeah. really though, like I, I like I I learned it the hard way. The first like. Two years getting into business, I, I couldn't sleep. I had trouble sleeping. Yeah. And because I'm just thinking nonstop and like thinking of like what needs to get done, like of all all this stuff. But I said, like, I took a moment to just be like, okay, why am I not able to sleep? Okay. It's because I'm of all these things that really need to get done. So I like, just came up with this thing of like, what what is going to make me like be proud of myself and be able to sleep at night calmly with peace of mind to be able to like get after it the next day and feel right. rested? And ever since then, I just know that, like, I have to check the boxes on all of these things for the week and for the day in order for me to have that internal feeling of, like, the needle moved a little bit towards the direction it should have. And if I do those things, then I know I'll feel better long term. And if I don't do them because I'm tired or whatever it is, then it's going to be worse later on because I'm not going to be able to sleep or I'm not going to be able to be present during a podcast that I'm doing with you here yeah. or with someone else, you know what I'm saying? Gonna Cause I'm going to be thinking up. about so many different things that I haven't done yet. Um, that's just me though. Can you repeat? Hold on one second. Okay. Can you repeat that quote again for the people at home? I don't know what I said. What I said <laughs> the, um, what, what is going to make me sleep good or whatever? I said, I'd be, I just tell myself that, well, what do I need to do today? It's going to make me feel proud before I lay my head on, on my bed tonight. That's big. I, I know I'm messing around with you. Yeah, like, no, like, no, yeah. Oh my god! Sorry, drop my phone. Drop my phone. Sorry. Um, oh my god, it, it turned off. Did it really? Okay, it's good. Um, I know I mess around with you that like you're a robot or whatever, but um, like you and I, whenever we talk, and we kind of get in these little like niches about either like business or life or whatever, you always have this outlook of just like, what's well, going to get better, you know? Because that's the facts. It is going to get better. Um, Kaylee, what were you going to say? I would say so. He has like 
this is where you can kind of see our personalities where they're different. Yeah. He's like, okay, I need to know like what I need to check off, what boxes I need to check off to feel like good when I go to bed and I am be able to sleep. For me, it wouldn't be that so much. It would be like, I'd be like, I can't sleep because I'm thinking about all these people I need to keep happy. And so I'm like, so-and-so wants this and this person wants that. It just like with all these members and all these people, I'm a people pleaser. So right. I always put it like on myself of like, okay, I need to make sure that I can keep everyone happy and give them what they want and do this. And it was running me dry. That in the beginning was like, I would have breakdowns all the time because I just felt like that's rough. too much pressure. I would put too much pressure on myself to keep people happy. And I think what I had to realize was like that you can't make everyone happy. Like you just have to kind of do what you think is best for majority of people and for the business and for what you think is kind of like right and then people are gonna some people are gonna love it some people are gonna hate it like it just it just is what it is but I think trying to like like I have to constantly remind myself like it's not your responsibility to like make everyone happy it's just not a possible thing to do so that was really hard because I think I would just I would take it home anything like any complaint any like any comment that anyone would say, I would be like, how am I going to fix this? And I would take it home with me and I would just rack my brain until about it. And it was like, people's opinions conflict. So how can you do both? Like you just can't. So I don't know. I think that was the thing for me where it's like just reminding myself to just kind of do, do your best, but that's like all you really can do. Yeah. Um, and then we just had so many members. I would wake up in the middle of the night, like, where's Bob? He hasn't been here in like two days. <laughs> and then, so like, it just literally like, and then I'd have to like track them down. So it was like trying to keep track of so many people and trying to help them with like their fitness and their goals. And it almost like, sometimes you end up being like a counselor for some people, like yeah. just letting them kind of vent out. So yeah, not, I had to learn how to like not take that home with me every day. Cause it gets really hard and draining and it burns you out if you don't figure that out so yeah plus i i feel like you have both of you have a very big responsibility where that with crossfit it's it's and i know you guys don't really use that term or whatever but with a local gym like yours it's big on community mm -hmm. and i didn't really get that i was one of those like crossfit haters back in the day where i was just like that's stupid and i would go to 24 hour fitness and just like get all you know do that bodybuilder <laughs> rice and chicken every single day um, but once I stepped in your gym and I got to know the people around there and they would see me and be like, Hey, what's up? Hey, what's going on? It was just like, uh, why are these people saying hi to me? <laughs> and it wasn't even like a, like a negative thing. It was just like a, it, I was thrown off by it because I would go to 24 hour fitness. I would see the same people all the time and not say a word to them because yeah. it wasn't that it was just like people there putting their headphones on in. and like on the treadmill or whatever. And you'd kind of like smile. They wouldn't smile back. And, okay. Sorry. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that's a big responsibility having that. Um, I mean, you guys, you make an impact every single day. I think we all do, but you have that responsibility of keeping Bob happy and making sure he's not dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what was I going to ask? Was there anything you wanted to add? No, I mean, I, <laughs> no, no, I think you hit it right on. But I think that that's what separates our gym from every other gym that you can go to is the fact that I know what we're going to keep using Bob, but. I know Shout what Bob, I man. know what Bob does for work. I know right. Bob's family. I see Bob at church on Sundays. I see Bob's family at church on Sundays. I see like Bob sees this. <laughs> Bob. Is that a real person? Yeah. We had oh, okay. we had a cool. friend. Like, Shout out to Bob, man. Yeah. We had a Friendsgiving for the gym, like a Thanksgiving thing, and like 
Bob made the turkey for everyone, right? Like the, the, what I'm trying to get there to is like Bob. is the fact that it, it just goes beyond working out. Yeah. And like if he doesn't show up for a week or two, like we're someone's gonna notice, right? right? We're gonna notice some another member's gonna notice, or if he walks in and he's not acting like himself, like we're gonna notice it. We're gonna be like, hey, what's up? Like what's going on? Like. Mm-hmm. Or you need to take it lighter on your workout today, or like you need to talk about something. Like half the job of coaching is like half therapy. Like you're you're listening to people, and and that's fine. That's part of it. Like yeah. that's what that's what the community part of it is. And like I said, that's the main separator of our gym and twenty four hour fitness or a big box gym, anything like that. Globo gym. Yeah. Yeah. So like that's what that's the that's the magic sauce. Because we're average Joes. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, that's crazy. How long did you play baseball for? Till I was nineteen. When did you start? Four. Damn. Yeah. Played forever. I was like, that was it. Like when I like say I'm a, I want to do something, I go all into it. It's it's a blessing and a curse. It's mm-hmm. terrible. It's a, it's one of the like like I said, it's one of the best things like you could ever have. It's it's also one of the worst things. Do you golf? Because you're really stubborn. Yeah. How's that? Is it? I love golf. Oh really? Yeah. It's not miserable for you. No. Okay. No. So you still enjoy things. I love it. You're, yeah. yeah, you're not just like, I have to like, you know, shoot a whatever a good score is. I don't even know golf, but no, I can I can have fun with it. It's more it like he has to get all the things for it. Oh, like okay, he yeah. goes like that's all me. in. Oh, 100 percent. Like, look at all this stuff. Like that's me. all in on whatever it is. Like, is, hell yeah. Like, you can't half-ass something. <laughs> no, it's full full ass. Yeah, yep, full ass. <laughs> yeah, that's how he is. Exactly, Ron Swanson um so what i wanted to ask you was how did your parents take it when you were like i don't want to do this anymore baseball baseball i was really afraid oh yeah so i was shook it's a huge investment for parents well it's like i would put my whole life i built my whole life around that and yeah. i told my parents that's what i was going to do and i knew nothing else i didn't know what i was going to do right after that and that's what i went to school for and that's what my plan was going to be after junior college was to go play baseball somewhere else and get my school paid for realized i wasn't good enough real quick and (laughs) started exploring other options first before i said i was going to stop so i had a coach who said i can become a bullpen catcher for like pro teams he can hook it up basically give me a a spot with some people they knew and they get paid pretty good you travel with the team so you basically get all the perks of being a player without being a player and then if the team does balls. good, if the team does good, the pitchers tip you. That's how they get paid. Damn. Um, so I was like, these guys are getting paid like $50 million. They probably tip pretty good, you know? Like, <laughs> So I was like, I might explore that. Found the CrossFit thing. was like, okay, no, I'm all out. So like, I was shook on telling my parents what I was going to do. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to tell them because there's going to be no easy way to do this. And I told them. And they basically just said, okay, well, what are you going to do? You're going to get a job. And I said, yeah, I'm going to find a job. And that's exactly what I did was. And they took it really easily and were supportive with whatever I did. Yeah, your dad got like, as soon as he started doing CrossFit, his dad was like getting all the gear. His dad's kind of like him. So he was like CrossFit, out like hats, shirts, like I'll be at the competitions, like everything. That's so sick. Watching the videos so he could know the lingo, like all (laughs) this stuff. That's so sick. I think both of his parents like switched and got on board. Real, Real quick, quick yeah. Like, I like. I was really afraid to tell him, and then I had that happen, and then I was like, "Wow, this is awesome!" Like, it just gave me confidence, probably my like younger sibling siblings' confidence to to know that they were, they would have support with whatever they choose to do. Super supportive. Mm-hmm. Were you gonna say something? 
No. I was just going to say that because they also did play baseball and softball. So then they also kind of started. Oh, your siblings? Mm-hmm. So then they started kind of exploring other things. Matt got into his little brother, little big brother, got into like CrossFit also. Um, and that became a thing that they like got really close to doing together all the time. Um, and then same with his little sister, Tiffany, too. She started doing it. And yeah, they just were able to kind of like explore other things because they had been playing like their whole life just softball and baseball all the time that's always super scary i mean i wouldn't know what it's like because i'm not an athlete but um just being like i used to play drums i was a like a musician and stuff and my mom same thing i'm we're like the same person like i'm very like i if i get into it i'm gonna get into it and my mom kind of saw that from the beginning bought me like a little kid drum set quickly outgrew that then we looked on like craigslist and all these places for for drum sets and um she just supported me the whole way and was like, yes, you need the drumsticks? Yes, here's, like, for uh, Christmas, I got this big bag of drumsticks. Um, but once I hit high school and I started playing sports, I was just like, I'm done. Yeah, and then I, and then they were like, hey, you haven't played drums in a while. And I was like, they're too loud. And they were like, oh, okay. Um. Oh, I thought you were saying you're not about sports, but didn't you coach volleyball? Yeah, I coached volleyball. Did you play it? Yeah. Okay, I was going to say, hopefully. No, I just uh, watched videos. <laughs> just watched videos and started coaching. <laughs> no, You're qualified. I, I, I played volleyball because it was fun, and I didn't take it seriously. And then I played football, but I was absolutely terrible. And it just, that, the mental part of football, I was like, uh, this isn't for me. I would see other people and just be like, oh, you're taking this way too seriously. And it was like, uh, I'm an artist. Um, creative. I'm a creative. Uh, Kaylee, what did you... How did you grow up? Did you play sports and all that, or? I played t-ball. Okay. So. For the dolphins, real quick. Um, <laughs> for the dolphins. <laughs> yeah, uh, it didn't go well. I was like, I'm pretty sure there's a picture of me with my eyes closed and like just my hand out, like hoping it'll land Terrifying. in my glove. Yeah. yeah. So no, I um, was cheer and dance and like started that when I was two and just did that all the way until I couldn't anymore. When did you guys start dating? We started dating. It's fuzzy, honestly. Um, we were best friends for three for like three years in high school. Dude, got out of the friend zone. That's sick. Never thought I was gonna date him. That's awesome. Never thought it. You, you need to replay that because listen to the tone that she said that in. No, I'm just saying. I just like said, I literally never thought I was we gonna date friends. him. We oh. were just I never. Oh, never the inflection on. No, I didn't. I really offensive. didn't. I I'm not trying to offend, but I really just never thought that Too was late. gonna happen. But, um, I'm sorry, Chris. Uh huh. Go ahead. Yeah, no. So, uh, we started dating, I guess, like senior year of high school. But he, like, was like, oh, I need to focus on my sports. I, like, can't have a girlfriend. Marry me. Like, oh, like, dude. All that stuff. But then he's like, don't talk to anyone else. Like, okay. <laughs> Do you You're know? Such a how, high school yeah, boy. like, so dumb. This, I just had to, like, whip him into shape because. <gasps> He, he just didn't get it. He didn't understand like a relationship, which is fine. But he then he was in he, high school. He didn't have to. Well, he went up to LA for school. He's like, I'm going away to college. Like, I'm like, you're going to a community college in LA. Like, <laughs> like you can have a girlfriend. You not like what? Like, where do you think you're going? But anyways, so. Oh no. Basically, like a year. <laughs> you guys are getting married next week. Yeah, next oh. week. Basically, like a year into dating, a year into dating. He finally was like, so basically you're my girlfriend, right? That's literally what he said to me. And I was like, yes. <laughs> he was keeping it straight. Yeah. Basically my girlfriend. Just driving up to LA every other weekend, visiting him. And was that hard? 
Um, it was fun, actually. I think that was, like, a really fun time because I was going to school down here. He was going to school up there. Um, I was working for Fit Kids. So, like, I didn't work on weekends. I worked, like, during the school week for them. Yeah. So I just remember, like, finishing my last class of, like, coaching the little kids. And then I would, like, pack up and drive up to L.A. for the weekend. And it was really fun, like, going up there, staying there, and, like, hanging out with him and his roommate, Chad, and they lived with Chad's grandma. <laughs> and so it was, like, it, yeah. That's some college and shit right there, dude. Other roommate, other roommate. So. Your other roommate? <laughs> yeah, Chad's yeah, grandma. She's, like, 80, so it's pretty cool. <laughs> chill. Yeah. That's so sick. it was really fun, actually. And, like, watching the baseball games and just – Simpler times. Like simpler times. There was no worries besides like coaching my class. And like I had that clock out, you know, like check out, you're done for the weekend, like that kind of thing, which we don't have anymore. Now I'm like always on call. So it was fun times. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely miss that. Like when you don't have to take work home Mm -hmm. and you're just like, oh, what? I'm going to watch a movie in the afternoon. Yeah. It's like, I don't have afternoons because I'm working. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, that's that's awesome. What what are we at on time? Hold on. Oh, we're chilling. Um, shoot, I keep wanting to ask you stuff, and then I freaking forget. Didn't you have a list of questions? Yeah, <laughs> but I'm not gonna pull that up. That's amateur hour. Um, what's next for the gym? What's next for the gym? can't really tell you that because we don't really know what's going to happen with COVID and all the restrictions they put out. Um, so I've taken it week by week, but I find a way to make something happen always. It's been the... Right now, he just he just um, came up with a new idea that he's going to do with the competition thing. Yeah, yeah. Right. so like I was going to say, well, there's no like... With COVID, you can't really plan out the next three months. I mean, we're going to do this, this, and this um, as far as like big moves, right. but... Well, what I decided to do was hold like a, a competition that's, I'm not sure yet whether it's going to be like San Diego based or open it up to like a bigger group of people, but, um, have it be like an online competition where it'll be like teams of three fitness competition. You have seven days to complete 15 workouts within your group of three. So each person would do five workouts. That makes sense. Yeah. And then within those five workouts, we're going to test like overall fitness you're going to have like a an aerobic endurance type of workout a lifting workout um that's going to test like strength some body weight stuff like very basic stuff that anyone can access with minimal to no equipment or a gym um and basically the the goal with that is just to give some people something to train for and something to look forward to because a lot of that stuff a lot of events and a lot of competitions are just completely shut down and i feel like the fact that no one has like this carrot that they're chasing or like a, yeah. a North star to train for, right. Then you're kind of going through the motions in the gym or losing motivation. So I think if people can get together virtually and complete this stuff as a team and get after it, it'll yeah, be get fun. together safely. Oh yeah. It'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. That get together six feet apart right? with masks on and hopefully gloves and all that stuff. Yeah. Wipe down your gym equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, I think you guys are doing a great job with, with your gym and uh i mean i've never really experienced and i I don't even go there but like i still kind of experience the community like whenever i go shoot or something and there's a class going and people like hey what's up you know and they're like fizz bump me and i'm like yeah what up dude (laughs) i don't know who you are but (laughs) you've seen me here before um 
so yeah is there anything else you guys want to add maybe something you're working on or no right now i mean we're working on our house that we just got dude yeah what how did i skip that you guys just bought a house <laughs> and our dog our what's little, that like our little puppy mr nash mr nash you can follow him on instagram what's the at um at mr nash the dude mr nash the dude yeah um One of my favorite dogs yes our little puppy but we are working on yeah like revamping the house that we just got we're kind of like updating it and we were gonna do it all ourselves and yeah, it's no. <laughs> like tough. you watch those you watch those like diy like vi youtube videos and like fixer uppers and like you're like oh i can totally I this. do this yeah. like this is gonna be so easy and i was really proud of myself i did one room with the flooring and i used power tools and everything got it power tools wow. mm -hmm. i learned at home depot and then i got to the hallway and i was like wow this is a lot of work yeah. and i'm getting just going down something that's going to be even harder than what I just did. Yeah. And so, yeah, we decided to bring in the professionals. <laughs> yeah. So they're going <laughs> to, they're going to help out. They're going to be done with it real quick. It took me like two and a half days to do one room. So I feel capable. I feel like if it came down to it and I needed to floor a room, I can, but yeah, yeah that also caused some, some stress for us. Because, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Cause yeah. I wanted to hire someone. I was like, okay, I did this. This is hard. I'm gonna, we should bring someone in. Chris has to experience things for himself. He's like, you don't know what tough is. So, <laughs> and literally was like, I'm going to do it and blah, blah, blah. And so he, I was like, all right, go ahead and do it. So he worked on it for like 30 minutes and then he came out and was like, all right, we're going to hire someone. So <laughs> now we're on the same page. Yeah. yeah. I like to give everything like a good try before yeah. I hire someone. The good call, like, the old college try. Yeah, like I, I want to see it and experience it, so I know what I'm paying for when someone else does it, and I can appreciate giving someone my money for that, right? So, like, when you came over and you started filming, yeah, you should see how many videos we recorded with my iPhone and how many I edited and how much time I spent doing it. I saw. They're <laughs> terrible, and I spent so much time and energy doing it. So now I appreciate every single time you walk through our doors and put a video up on YouTube because it looks so much better. <laughs> and Thanks, man. I'm happy with it. And with the flooring, the YouTube videos make it look easy. They really when do. When I said you don't know what tough is, <laughs> I was talking in terms of construction because I have a little bit more construction experience than she does with the gyms. I like taking things apart, putting them together. Oh, no. The track record shows that maybe we should hire someone anyways i have more experience <laughs> with it so i have a better scope of what tough is when it comes to construction uh, mm -hmm. what have you constructed in the past have you walked through the doors of our gym like the racks and all that have you walked through the doors yeah I have. you whatever you the, the eye doors? can see oh he okay. built he built the building he built <laughs> yeah he built it <laughs> Uh, no, I didn't. Actually, there's been a lot of help. Actually, most of that's my brother. <laughs> and I would say Greg and Scott. Yeah. Those are usually out, usually what happens. Shout out Greg and Scott. Usually what happens is he starts it and he's like, yeah, I'm here we go. We got this. And then he and then like 30 minutes to an hour in, he's like, um, Greg and Scott, I need your help. Please come. <laughs> Please come. It happens almost every time. Almost every time. Oh, man. All right. Well, I appreciate. I appreciate you two taking the time out of your very busy schedules. You're in the middle of a, of a remodel and you run a gym. Um, I appreciate you guys coming out finally. 
uh, even though Chris texted me yesterday and said, hey, I have the day free tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that nice. was yesterday, right? Yeah. <laughs> yesterday afternoon. He's a busy guy. He's a busy guy, man. Mm-hmm. Business. That's, business never sleeps. Um, <laughs> no, in all honesty, I I love working with you guys. I admire you for pretty much everything you do, the community that you've built. Um, and I'm really glad to have both of you on here. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Felix. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, where can people follow you? Where can they follow the the gym and all that fun stuff? People can follow us on Instagram. Uh, the gym Instagram is CrossFit underscore Iconic. Mm-hmm. Um, our personal one, mine's C Cordova fifteen. I'm just Kaylee Shore, straight up. Damn, that's <laughs> professional. Um, also, they have an online program called Iconic Go. Sign up today for a free week, mm-hmm. right? Free week. Yep, online program. You guys can do it from home. Any gym that you go to. If you have access to a dumbbell, you can get after it. Yeah, you can do the workouts. So I have uh, a barbell, a couple of weights, um, and I do this stuff usually. I've kind of like done my own like little, I'm kind of a programmer, so <laughs> not a big deal. But um, yeah, I, I think it's great. I've It's kind of become a running bit because I'll post myself and just like shirtless or something and be like, I kind of go baby. And like my, my friends like laugh at it. But um, in reality, I think it's a great program. Um, I've filmed for it and I've done the workouts and it's uh, I've actually seen better results. I know you can't tell because my, my clothes are really baggy, but you um, can see it. You can see it. Thanks, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I've just been getting super ripped. <sighs> anyway, I should do the sh- podcast shirtless one day. Uh, thank you guys so much for being on here. Thank you for listening. Uh, you can follow me at my Arca media um, on Instagram, on Twitter. I have nothing on Twitter, but follow me on there anyway. Uh, watch these on YouTube. Just look up this life. One word. Look up Felix Mallorca or look up Mallorca Media. Uh, I'm on there. So, yeah. Thank you. Bye.